Welcome to 5 Times 5D Week 3. I'm your host and guide, Will Caminata, and I'm here to help you awaken, heal, and expand your consciousness. This week, we're going to look at surrender, trust, and abundance. What does it mean to surrender? How can we trust an invisible guidance? Is there a flow of life? Are we in it or are we it? Do we attract abundance or we allow it in? How? These are some of the questions that I will tackle in today's video. So far, we have looked at non-duality on video one and presence and non-linear time on video two. If you haven't watched those, I recommend that you listen or watch them before continuing with this one. And I'll leave the links in the description below or some cards up here. We've learned that duality exists in order for us to understand non-duality so that we can eventually be able to transcend duality. That was the key foundation for this course because it's through the lens of duality that we can expand our 3D limited perception. We've also learned that timelines are infinite probabilities and that everything we are and do in the now moment is affecting in one way or another those parallel lifetimes and taking us to different timelines. This is also key for today's class because we understand that there isn't necessarily a schedule or a plan for our souls. God's plan, as we've grown to learn it, means that all is happening for the evolution of our soul and ultimately the evolution of consciousness itself. Our free will is directly connected to our ego's desires and entitlement. It's not necessarily bad to want things and make choices focused on goals. The desire to grow and achieve things is inherent to the human being. But from a 5D lens, this is all an illusion. From that higher perspective, we are being lived rather than doing the living. I know this may sound like a weird concept to grasp, if I'm not doing the living and I'm being lived, who's doing what? Like, what is life or who is life? <laughs> and I can't talk about surrender and the flow of life without talking about Taoism or the Tao. Taoism is a philosophy and to some, even a religion, that could be considered one of ancient China's greatest contributions to the world. At the core of Taoism is the concept of the Tao, which is literally translated into the way with a capital W. We can perceive the Tao as the driving engine of creation and both the source and essence of all things. The opening lines of its most important text, the Tao Te Ching, written by Lao Tzu, about 2,500 years ago, say that the Tao that can be spoken is not the eternal Tao. In other words, the moment you try to grasp it with the mind and put words to it, you've already lost its essence. But obviously, we always attempt to make sense of things through our minds and using words as that is the first step towards feeling the Tao and knowing it. The Tao is the natural, ever-present and effortless order of the cosmos, the creative energy infusing and animating everything on both macrocosmic and microcosmic levels. It's the force that directs the orbit of the planets, stars and galaxies, 
that makes rivers flow to the sea, that enables our bodies to digest food, circulate oxygen, and to effortlessly breathe, grow, and live. I could argue that the Tao is another term for consciousness itself. I've been saying here over and over that consciousness is having different experiences and manifestations and evolving itself through us and all there is. So from that perspective, the Tao or the way is the flow of life. And we just need to surrender to that flow knowing that we're not in the flow of life, we are the flow of life. Think of a river and its current. The river is not doing the current or controlling it. The river is the current. And the river is not separate from its source, which is in this analogy, the ocean. It is just another manifestation of it. Having an experience of a river, eventually moving its way back into the source. So how would this analogy apply to us? Well, we may think that we are a separate drop of water in that river. We may perceive that we are separate from it all and we are all finding our way through our controlling minds and our ego's desires. But there is a driving force inside of us that is bigger than all of that. Surrendering means you're accepting that there is a current guiding you back to your source and that this is the way, the only way. We may think we are living and we are making choices for our evolution and that's the ego's job. But in reality, this is resistance to the natural flow of life that you are. It's as if you were that river or rather a separate drop in it trying to control the way, how fast or slow you go, right or left, now or later, hot or cold, and then taking ownership for the outcomes. Hey, I've made it to the ocean, I'm successful. Or blaming the outside forces. Damn it, I can't find my way in this frozen state. This river sucks. <laughs> now you might be saying, okay, well, I get the analogy of surrendering to the flow of life. But how can I trust something that is invisible to my eyes and to my senses? Or is it? Now I'm adding the trust factor. There is no surrender without trust and no trust without surrender. I also added abundance to the mix because there is no sense of abundance without surrender or trust. One of the ways that we can practically see this flow of life is when we observe how life is happening in our bodies. Your nails are growing whether you want it or not. Your hair is growing or not, but it is a force out of your control. Your cells are being renewed every day and every night. And on a cellular level, you are not the same body today as you were before you went to sleep. Your digestion is happening as you're watching this. Your heart is beating. Your blood is flowing through your veins. Can you feel the flow of life as yourself now? This helps you embrace trust a little more, but it may not be enough for our little 3D minds. I need proof. I need evidence. I need control. The ego screams. <laughs> Remember that we understand non-duality through the lens of duality. So let's explore the opposites of surrender, trust, and abundance. The opposite of surrender is resistance. 
The opposite of trust is control. The opposite of abundance is lack. Resistance says, I don't trust the universe. Control says, I am in charge. And lack says, I need to fight for things because there isn't enough for everyone. In other dimensional words, 3D says, I'm the doer, I'm in control, there is not enough, I need to see it to believe it. 4D says, maybe there's a higher force, maybe I can't let go of control, maybe there's more than meets the eye. And it asks, how can I believe that invisible guidance? Now 5D says, I'm being lived, I trust the flow, abundance is who I am because the universe is manifested into this physical form. 5D says, I believe it to see it. Believing is the key. We've all been trained to see it first so that we can believe it. We need to see that it's possible. We need to experience whatever it is. It needs to be familiar for us. Then we believe it. But it must happen the other way. When we imagine or visualize things and we feel them as if they were real, then it's already happened. Your brain actually doesn't know the difference between what you perceive to be real or what your imagination is. So referring back to the last video, remember we talked about timelines, right? When you visualize a scenario in what you perceive is the future, you are literally connecting to one of those infinite possibilities in these timelines. When you imagine and feel it as if it was real, you are opening yourself up for that timeline to come to the present moment. And that is the basis of the law of attraction. You jump into a timeline and you allow it to manifest into your current life in divine timing and alignment. But I'm going to give you two plot twists. <laughs> Number one, what you want is not always what you need. Remember the flow of life we were just talking about? It is always moving you in the direction of your highest good and of your evolution. So we really need to get the ego out of the way here. That's essentially what surrender wants us to do. Many times you may think that road A is the best for you. It's what you really want. But road B is what you really need in order for you to learn what you're supposed to learn and evolve. In other words, you may want to be rich in this life, but this may not be the lesson for you here in this lifetime. You may even be given all the money in the world and still not learn what you're supposed to learn. Wouldn't it be easier to just accept and open yourself to this divine guidance that will always guide you into the path of your highest good? And when you live from that perspective, you notice that in a way, you always end up getting what you wanted, but not necessarily the way you predicted. And that's also what I mean by saying that free will is linked to the ego's desires. All of those manifestation techniques that you see are only truly effective when you connect with your spirit. When you surrender, you trust that whatever outcome you get is always for you. And if you're stuck in getting exactly what you envision in the exact way you want, you're blocking the flow of manifestation with your 3D control. And going a little deeper here, just the fact that you want something implies that you don't have it yet. And yes, from 
your 3D glasses, you want the house, but you don't have the house. You're not seeing the house, you're not touching it. However, from a 5D perspective, this house already exists and so does everything you can imagine. Literally everything you can imagine has already been created in the fifth dimension and beyond. This third dimension is just the plane of physical manifestation and you are the channel to manifest these things. If you were given a dream or an idea, it is because you have the capacity to manifest it into this 3D reality. Jesus once said, therefore I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. And the key here is believe you have already received it. If you just pray, please give me this or that, or simply state, I want this and I want that, the energy underneath those prayers and statements is that of neediness and lack. And I'll add this, when you believe that you are abundant just as you are right now in this present moment, you stop wanting things. You feel content. And this takes me to the second plot twist. When you're fully content, you stop chasing your dreams. What? You're telling me to stop chasing my dreams? No way. No, 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 no. That was my first reaction when I read the words stop chasing your dreams in this book called Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life, Living the Wisdom of the Tao by Dr. Wayne Dyer, which is one of the teachings from one of the verses of the Tao Te Ching. Yes, the first time I read that, resistance took over my body. I thought, no, how come? Like, dreams are everything to me. But once I let go of the resistance and I started reading more and leaning into it, I understood what it meant. And here's the passage. Stop chasing your dreams. Allow them to come to you in perfect order with unquestioned timing. Slow down your frantic pace and practice being hollow like the cave and open to all possibilities like the uncarved wood. Make stillness a regular part of your daily practice. Imagine all that you would like to experience in life and then let go. Trust the Tao to work in divine perfection as it does with everything on the planet. You don't really need to rush or force anything. Be an observer and a receiver rather than the pushy director of your life. It is through this unhurried unfolding that you master your existence in the way of the Tao. This is not saying give up, have no goals, have no dreams, take no action. What it's saying is what I mentioned in the beginning of this video. You are not doing anything, you are being done. And the key word here is allow. You acknowledge that you want something, you go after your goals, you take action, but underneath that intention and those actions, there is no neediness, no ownership, no resistance, no lack, no control. There is no pushy director. <laughs> There is full acceptance, trust, surrender, and abundance. Tell me, what comes to your mind when you think of the word chase? How does it feel in your body? 
What's the energy in this word? For me, I visualize a hunter running after his prey. It has a heavy energy of neediness, desperation, and maybe even greediness. Now, what if I say to you, allow your dreams to happen? How does it feel for you? Allow your dreams just like you allow air to come through your nose and into your lungs. You hardly ever make any effort for that and you don't doubt that there's going to be enough air. When you take a deep conscious breath, you are becoming aware of something that is being done all along, even when you're asleep or unconscious. In the same analogy, you don't need to have a plan of how many breaths you're going to take in a day in order to be alive. It's all about taking one breath at a time. The same way that surrender is all about taking one step at a time. You take one step, the next step is shown, and then you take another step, and so on and so forth. And still in the same analogy, breath in Latin means spirit. You may not see air with your physical eyes, but you just trust that it is here and it's infinitely abundant. The same goes for whatever it is you're allowing in. Your breath is your constant reminder that abundance is available right now. When you breathe in, it reminds you that trust doesn't require you to see anything. And when you breathe out, it reminds you that it is safe to surrender to the flow of life. It's important to remember that surrender does not mean I give up. Trust does not mean I don't care. Abundance does not mean I don't need to take action and I'll just receive. In the worksheet, you will have the opportunity to move through these extremes with the neutral spectrum tool so as to become more aware of where you are in this moment and what actions you may need to take towards living from a place of surrender, trust, and abundance. Now, this may seem a little bit contradictory to all I've said so far, but to get to a place of allowing abundance in, aligning with the flow of life, trusting the process of evolution, we need to take action. Not just the kind of action you're thinking, like how to get your ideas out of the paper or just how to get some work done. It's more of what I call inspired action. You connect with your intuition, with your spirit, to let that guide you into the next right step that you need to take. And when it comes to surrender, trust me, the next step may be in total darkness, more like what we know as the leap of faith. Now I want to offer some tips for you to practice surrender, trust, and abundance. Number one, develop and strengthen your intuition. Your intuition can also be seen as your inner tuition or your inner guidance. We've been conditioned to listen to our logical mind much more than the intuitive mind, but therein lies the secret to surrender. When you live a surrendered life, Many times you don't know logically why you're making certain decisions. You just have that inner knowing. And that is when your intuition is speaking louder than your thinking mind. Number two, connect with your spirit guides. As I mentioned in the previous video, 
your spirit guides will never interfere with your free will, but they are always available to help you and guide you in the direction of your highest purpose. When you trust their guidance, you know that whatever path you take, whatever decision you make, they will always be rerouting and showing you the next step. And they often offer signs and these can show up in many forms and mysterious ways. If you want to learn more about spirit guides, you can check episode number 24, six types of spirit guides on my podcast. And also you can check one of my previous workshop and healing class, connecting with your spirit guides. As usual, I'll leave all the links in the description below. Number three, connect with your body intelligence. This is a very practical thing that you can do whenever you need to make a decision. Our bodies hold divine intelligence that we oftentimes take for granted. So first of all, this implies that you're in two minds about something because usually, and especially if you're connected with your intuition, if it's a big yes, you just know it. And if it's a big no, you just know it too. But here's how you do it when it's a maybe and you can picture two different scenarios or even more. But let's say you need to make a decision between A or B. Close your eyes, imagine yourself in situation A and then see how that feels in your body. And open your eyes, shake your body a little and then do the same with option B. How does it feel in your body? Now, restriction, tension, resistance are signs of a no. Relaxation, comfort, peace, ease are signs of a yes. Number four, stay in stillness. Meditation is an amazing tool to stay in stillness. And you can also connect with nature and practice being as present as you can be in your daily life. If you have the ability to sit on whatever decision or path you have to take, just try to spend some time not thinking about it. Just be. In nothingness comes clarity. Number five, visualize your dreams and let it go. Imagine what you want for your future. Go to whatever timeline you want. Then connect with your emotions and bring that emotion to the present moment. Always connect with that emotion more than the visuals. And then, very important, let it go. Don't be attached to the outcome. Trust that it is done. And so it is for the highest good of all. Number six, practice detachment of duality. We first operate by thinking this route is good that one is bad. What if we can detach from this dual mentality and see things simply as opportunities to have a new experience? What if you choose to see this whole life as an experiment? What if you choose to see this human experience as a big game and life as a big playground? This way you would take the pressure off of you and you would be more and more aligned with the flow of life that you are. Again, in the worksheet, you'll find journal prompts to reflect more on these topics and to help you integrate the themes of this lesson. And next, you will find a meditation that will help you feel what it's like to surrender and trust divine guidance. Thank you for being on this journey with me. In the next video, we'll explore the theme of 
neutrality and heart center. How can we deal with our emotions and obstacles in life? Can we handle them with neutrality? How would this work? What does it mean to remain in your heart center? This is one of the main characteristics of 5D, the realm of love. As always, keep shining your light, keep your heart open, and let love lead the way. I love you. See you in the next episode. Thank you.